T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Never miss a moment. Go listen to the Todd Feinberg podcast on the Odyssey app. Check out the Odyssey app. 860-522-9842. It's just something that uh, you will enjoy. It's a great resource, that app, with uh, tapes of us and the ability to go back and review. I've got a wonderful, speaking of tape, The uh, you know the new senator from Pennsylvania, the guy who had the stroke, Fetterman? I, I meant to play this before the Super Bowl, but, you know, you can still enjoy it. The Eagles are so much better and then he realized he didn't come out right. Apparently, the thing he, the, the, the residual injury from the stroke is that the thought in his head doesn't necessarily come out of his mouth properly, as we saw during the debate and the, the election. And, and this, I just think this is the best Fetterman cut yet. The Eagles are so much better. And the funny thing is, after that game, after the loss, I suspect the Eagles fans would would agree that the Eagles are much better than the Eagles. Because they they really, like Anthony, who, you know, the old producer, producer Anthony, he's a producer now in Philadelphia, and he was so pumped. In advance, he declared victory and knew they were going to win, the Eagles were going to win. And uh, it didn't work out for him. 860 We've got the rants coming up. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, still getting reports of a strange, fast, busy signal when people try to call. And then other times people get through. It's strange, strange, strange. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Yet another reason for us to uh, be excited about the rants today, because those those have already been laid down onto tape. But we'd like to mix some calls in, so try to get through eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. And the rant line number, if you're just frustrated and you want to record something, you can eight six zero seven five one. 4698. Let's play a rant. Hey, this is just in regards to the 
Super Bowl halftime shows that they've been having lately. You know, this crap like Mary J. Blige and, you know, the Coldplay and Maroon 5, all this crap. I wanted to get back to good, some good hard rock and rolls like they had in the past, you know. They had Bruce Springsteen, U2, you know, stuff of that nature. You know, you got all these crappy groups anyway. Just my opinion. Well, you know, that's my opinion too, but rock and roll is not the thing anymore. Rock and roll is not the big business. It isn't. Those are, days are past, so we have to accept that, at least for the moment, it's over. Hi, Todd. This is Candace from the Chicago area. So I was listening and dying laughing when you were telling your audience uh, how cheap you are with the phone bill. I wasn't uh, saying I was cheap. I was just saying I don't. I've never bought an expensive phone because I believe in uh, you know what's what's the big deal if you've got technology that's a couple of years behind the times rather than up to the minute. Bill, um, I couldn't believe you. You know, you speak to Hartford, the state of Connecticut, and really all over the world, and you uh, don't spend a whole lot on your phones. And I don't know. I found that really funny. Well, I spend a lot on my microphones and my earbuds and stuff like that, but not on my not on my smartphone. Um, the most I spent on a phone was $650. It was an iPhone 11. I'm still using it, and I think they're up to, like, iPhone 14. My iPhone 11 works great, and it's all I need. But well, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I do. So you're running a few behind, and that's what I've need. always done. But um, I uh, I wouldn't hesitate to get the next phone when I needed one and use the best technology available just so I could advance with the times. Um, yeah, but the thing is when a phone technology updates, it's usually an incrementally better camera and a faster chip and more memory so that's what i've done i've gotten a faster chip and and more memory now and i don't know about the camera if it's any better but most of the time for most purposes having older stuff like what you do candace that's what i've been doing um i'm really glad your 14 year old grandson got a hold of you and brought you up to speed oh, on man. technology so uh Anyway, <laughs> have a great day. Oh, man. Good afternoon. I didn't realize it was uh, Fruit Loop Friday, but I heard through the grapevine that Mark Christopher does um, tourist viewings at the Rochambeau Bridge. Oh, yes. He, he gets a piece of every uh, tour of the Rochambeau. He's in on that business. Bridge on the weekends. How do I figure out how I can uh, meet up with him and, and uh, participate in that? Thank you. You just call 1-800-ROCHAMBEAU, and Mark will pick up. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Ned Lamont here calling, and I'm calling the foodie show, the order up show here. And I'd like to just pipe in with my, one of my favorites is grease. I like bacon grease. I love all kinds of grease. I love it, especially when the unions grease my palm. <laughs> Have a good day and pay your taxes. Love the governor talking food. Hey, Todd, good afternoon. Hey, I got a good one for you. Yeah? Uh, this is uh, Wayne from Meriden. Hello, Wayne. <laughs> and uh, seeing as our government likes to give away money all the time to people who don't deserve it, um, I think what it would be... Well, it, nobody deserves anyone else's money. Nobody deserves it. Um, 
I think what would be a good idea is just us law-abiding taxpayers to pay our taxes all the time. I think I think the government would be nice. It would be a noble gesture if they gave us all one million dollars each, tax-free, as a gift for being such loyal and uh, taxpayers and paying our taxes every year and on time. And the ones who don't pay any taxes, uh, the heck with them. But I think that'd be a good idea. Just a good reward system to show us how much they appreciate us. Just a thought. Take care. Have a good afternoon. Bye. Well, you're on the right wavelength, uh, but the real deal we want is just to not have our money robbed and, and pilfered and squandered. That's all. Just do government. Why can't they just do government? Why do they have to run around with our money and use it to buy votes? So now they decided that it was okay to shoot down balloons, Chinese spy balloons, over Alaska. Not just okay. They're in love with shooting down. Biden is so in love with shooting down balloons, who knows what he's going to shoot down next? Scary to think about. Well, I wonder how many uh, polar bears got killed when that balloon came down. Um, and what about, the, uh, what about all these sentient beings? <laughs> all the polar bears and sentient beings killed. All right, it looks like we've got a phone call. Mark, West Hartford, you got through. How did you do it? I know I dialed like I was trying to win tickets. Did I win anything? <laughs> you won getting your voice on the airwaves. Uh, so one of my favorite topics is Hartford in the school resource officer issue or non-issue. So I sent you a pic now, and I hope other people just simply Google Hartford, Connecticut school safety officers. So technically the security guards. So, Todd, you see in the picture. So as they got rid of, let's say, a dozen or so security resource officers, which are actual police officers, they replaced them with over a hundred security officers. And you'll see how they're dressed. So if the optics of a cop scares the students, these, these school safety officers are dressed as though they were recruits in a police class. They have stripes for sergeants and lieutenants. Uh, I don't get how no one has brought this up yet. The, the person in charge of them is a former Hartford chief. His name is Daryl Roberts. And if you call him up now, his, his title is director of school security. But if you question him on these officers, he's going to, and you say they're security guards, he will correct you and tell you that they're safety officers. So the whole thing is a joke. And these, somewhere this year, a couple, I hope not, but it usually happens, these school safety officers always get tangled up with the students. So they get assaulted. Most of them are retired firefighters and cops anyway, so which kind of makes me laugh. They're worried about cops. They're already in there. And the one thing I brought up with you before is we'll never know if an actual school resource officer would have saved the life of that boy overdosed on fentanyl because police officers carry the Narcan. And that school last year had no school resource officer because that's the, one of the ones they eliminated them. So what's the, um, what's the rationale for this? Is it a lower cost enterprise? I assume it must be. Oh, 15 or so cops compared to a hundred. There's over a hundred school Safety officers 
I don't know where the trade-off is money-wise. I can't imagine there's an offset. Um, it's a regular assignment. It's not overtime for mm-hmm. a resource officer. So this would be them doing their shift. I don't know how they work it out in the summer. Maybe they go back to patrols during the you know holidays in summer. Well, there is plenty of shortage of uh, officers, right? Well, no, this was, well, they, they, this was, if you look up, like, uh, I didn't, I didn't do it this time and send it to you, but Luke Bronin and all of the city council and almost every charlatan in Hartford is all for eliminating school resource officers. And again, they go back to the optics of having them in there when you can clearly see that these safety officers, do they not look like security guards or an off-duty or or a cop assigned to the school? I mean, when you have sergeant stripes on a uniform, mm-hmm. I mean, what message are you sending to the kids? They obviously all look like they're they're they're, they're somewhat in a position of authority. And um, I would think the optics of having a uh, orderly environment where people feel safe would have some uh, value as well. And let's remind the listeners this year how Leslie Torres—I forget her full name—the superintendent gleefully brought in. Um, metal detectors that are traveling metal detectors. So at any given moment. Yes, Mark. Uh Uh-oh. The gremlins got Mark on the phone lines, the phone line gremlins. That's what we've been dealing with today. 860-522-9842. Hey, Todd. A couple weeks ago, I called and left a rant about the state union workers picking up trash on the side of the road. Yeah, I remember. Well, lo and behold, today on Route 95 in Mystic, there's a private contractor company, and the workers are out picking up trash on the side of the road. And you didn't even need to see the sign on the side of the truck to know it was a private contractor. The workers were actually moving quickly. Thanks. Have a good one. Well, thank you for the report. Maybe there is hope. You never know. Hey, Todd, Jerry from Naugatuck. Uh I think it's high time that they impeach uh, President Biden. You know, uh, this guy is not only incompetent, but he's delusional, too. And all the with the balloon fiasco and, and uh, the multiple balloons, actually, and uh, coupled with the border and uh, the crime and the inflation, the incompetence and chaos that he's I, I just want to know what your thoughts about that is. Is, is that a realistic uh, approach to impeach him and, and have him removed? Because uh, the country's going to hell in a handbasket. Uh, no, it's. I don't think it's realistic because um, Congress is split pretty much even down the middle. So the idea of, of getting something like that organized is uh, pretty slim. And I'm not sure exactly, you know, the the... the Immigration problem's been going on for decades. And, yeah, Biden's made it worse, but he's made it worse on the kind of policies that Democrats like to showcase to their base. So, you know, there's a there's this even divide down the country, and um, just as the Democrats couldn't get Trump removed from office, I think uh, Republicans would have even a harder time with Joe Biden. Sarah Sanders gave a great rebuttal to the State of the Union last night 
on television. She's she could be an up and coming star in the Republican Party. Thank you. Well, that's the idea. That's what they do with those speeches. So it's a chance for a new politician like her. You know, she just got elected governor. Yeah, she was a press secretary before, but being elected governor, they wanted to uh, they wanted to launch her onto the national stage. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it's a graveyard launch. Doesn't it doesn't get any altitude? Whether you're a Republican, Democrat, or Independent, after watching Joe Biden last night, for his age, you have to admit that he is just one brilliant president. The direction of this country is great. It just what a difference between that and the total incompetence of the Trump administration, who had no idea what any of them were doing. Zero. You see, there's people like that who pay no attention to reality at all. Hi, this is Daryl. I'm on the road. I'm a 66-year-old male. And it seems like I'm going to have to have stem cell transplant in the next few months. And I can't find anything close enough, so I'm going to have to pay 20% of my entire bill. I was wondering, do you think I should market abortion and send it to Governor Lamont? Maybe then it'll get paid. Just grant a little upset that insurance is terrible. Thank you. I didn't follow, but it's out there. Hey, Todd, I was thinking Biden should be charged with inciting a riot for last night's uh, speech. He is the most diversive president I've ever seen. Goodbye. Divisive, you mean, I think. Divisive. That is causing division. Hi, Todd. I believe that's what you meant, isn't it? 860-522-9842. Rant line number 751-4698. Lay them down for us, especially today where we're having all kinds of phone dysfunction. I apologize. People are trying to get through, can't do it. Mark said he called a bunch of times like he was trying to win a contest. And finally, one went through. And then it cut him off. It's awful. I apologize. All right, coming up in the next half hour, not right away, but we're going to get a newscast, traffic and weather, all that. And then a new acquaintance of ours, Jim Crins, is going to be here. He's going to talk about depression, something he suffered from his whole life, and he feels an obligation to... Um, to share his experiences so everybody can benefit. And it seems to me that this is something we don't talk enough about because you hear about depression all the time. Everybody seems to uh, now be diagnosed with it. Lots and lots and lots of people are taking drugs for not necessarily being heavily depressed, but sometimes just mildly depressed. So I thought we'd talk to Jim and see what we could learn about it. And that's coming up in about 15 minutes. And that's about it. So call in a rant, 860-751-4698. And listen right now as we go to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center and talk to Mark Christopher. Hey, Mark. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to WTIC News Talk 1080 on the free Odyssey app. Download and like WTIC today for alerts on special programming. Oh, yes. Download and like. Make us really happy with how you feel about us, all right? 860-522-9842. Sometimes you get through, sometimes you can't. It's a little funky today, but persevere. Persevere, and you might just get through. The uh, Super Bowl is a big cultural event, big cultural moment. It's a coming together of America that used to happen all the time. That's what I kept thinking last night. This used to be a common thing that large percentages of the American people would circle around the television for a shared bit of programming. It happens so rarely now. You know, the wonder of the Internet, the beauty of the Internet is that it allows us to Join communities without regard for geographical separation. We can be in a community that is targeted towards our specific interests or relationships or demographics or whatever it is. And that is a wonderful thing. And we all get to read the news that, that we want to read and live in a bubble of our own creation instead of the bubble of somebody else's creation but there's a cost to that and the cost is shared culture shared information a singular sense of what the american experience is 
Now, it's maybe not realistic, the singular sense we used to have, because a lot of people got left out, I guess, of that experience. But on the other hand, there is an expense to this. There is a cause, a cost to this that is burdensome on us as a culture. So, you know, things work both ways. Mike in Manchester, hi there. Hi. You sound good. Go ahead. Okay, good. Hey, uh, uh, you were talking about school security. Yes, sir. And I was uh, I was a custodian for 35 years in Manchester, and uh, you know it's really, it's tough to to do that. Uh, too many open doors, too many rocks in the door, that type of thing. You know, uh, I just don't know how you stop it. You mean how you? How you stop what? People coming into the school that could be a threat. That make trouble and whatever. Correct. Uh, well, how about, how about having cohesive communities that are, you know, where people have, in, in a well-managed community, everybody has a shared interest. People talk to each other. People protect each other. People people will not be wanting to do some of the things that you hear about recently, like people calling in kids from schools, calling in uh, bomb threats and other, you know, nonsense stuff. No, no, right, exactly. I I understand what you're saying, but there's just the reality part of it. You got the the crazy. Well, there is, that is a problem, but, you know, we, we, as a percentage of the population, the schools are oh, a safe place. So, oh, correct. Correct. so that stuff I, isn't, I, even though what you're saying makes sense, it also makes sense to realize that things are going pretty well for the most part in terms of school safety. Uh, yeah, but, you know, just that one percent time, uh, <laughs> maybe it's yes. not. You know it doesn't I mean? take a lot of people to make a lot of trouble. I get you. Got to hold you right there, Mike. Appreciate the phone call, though, and I'm glad you got through. Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. What's the latest, sir? Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yes, sir, Bob. It's WTIC. Thank you for being here. So I told you we were going to talk about an uplifting. We were going to have an uplifting conversation on depression because Jim Krenz is a terrific guy, great fun to talk to, and he uh, he knows this depression thing inside out. Hey, Jim, thanks for being here. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks. So I like how you talk about depression. You're, uh, you've got a kind of excitement that takes over you at the idea of sharing. Tell us why that is. Well... It's not like I run down the street with a banner. I I think that when people talk to me, I don't shy away from it because I've dealt with it for so long, um, since I was 15, and I'll be, I'm 61 now. And so once something becomes so much a part of your life, you're kind of an idiot if you don't address it. So it's very serious. It's very heavy. It's something that I've dealt with um, for all my life, and I think that it's important to, you know, recognize when there's a situation. And as you and I talked earlier, I have absolutely no shame in my uh, diagnosis, I'm bipolar. 15, 16 years ago, I was diagnosed. I wasn't happy with it at first, but I think it's like anything else. You, you really have to learn to adapt or, or find a harder way to go about it. 
you weren't happy when so you're talking about about having gone uh like 35 years without that diagnosis and then you got it why wasn't that exciting to have something concrete well it's interesting you say exciting i i was relieved i i think that looking back you know when you see the cacophony of dust you've left in your wake you don't know why, but I, I wasn't, I, I'm not happy, I never was happy about it, but I think at least it's like, oh, I, I see why that happened now. And while I'll say that's grateful that you don't feel you're that much of a mess up, um, I, don't, I don't think I'd say happy, you know. Yeah, because, I, uh, because it's, a, it's a burden, but you were carrying the burden around anyway, and, and how did that evolve through the years? You said it started at 15, was it? Was it more acute when you were young? Because I think about bipolar as being something for late teens, early 20s when it's at its worst. Is that accurate? Well, I, I as a, again, not an official, but I would say there's, there's differing thoughts on that right now that there is later onset. But I, my, my, um, all the years that I've been juggling with it with my wife, who deserves a Medal of Honor for putting up with a bipolar person, and I'm not even joking, um, we've learned along the way so many things to how to deal with it. And I think to have a, a partner or spouse that understands this, it can be extremely difficult on anybody who has to deal with someone like me, who is very kind, very sweet. But there are some of us that are not that kind and sweet. And getting back to recognition, mm-hmm. I, people know depression. Uh, people who know depression know depression. If they think they know depression, they probably don't know depression. What I'm getting at here is ever since I was 15, I felt blue. I felt, you know, this, that, and the other thing. But as time went on, I'm a big believer in the nurturing. If you're not getting the nurturing and it's exacerbated by that, if you're not getting the nurturing, I think your depression and bipolar increases. That's just my layman's perspective. But after all those years, it it got more and more intense. And I was, you know, I had all the telltale signs, the rush speech, the, you know, the inability to keep a job. You know, I've had more jobs. And if I told you the number, you wouldn't believe it. But um, why is that? What? How does it interfere with your ability to hold a job? It's an inability to deal with authority. And um, it's an inability to deal with anything that you don't perceive as what's right for you. Mm-hmm. And you could say, you know, I'll tell you, I've been, on, I've been hired 170 times. 170. Well, you and, must uh, be great at the interview. Well, I'm a, I've learned to BS. I've learned to become a great BS person. I, what I do, a lot of bipolar people are very smart. And uh, I think I mentioned to you once there was an article that said you don't have to be bipolar to be a genius, but it helps. And (laughs) and I'm not I'm not exactly tooting my own horn. My point is I will lead, I will turn the tables on them in an interview, and I'm interviewing them. I've been doing this for so long. I have people are bewildered when I talk to them because I've turned everything back into interviewing them. And my daughters are just you know aghast. They can't understand how I do that. But I mean, after so many times, you just. I don't know. It's something that I'm not proud of, but at the same time, it's part of my malady. You know, it's part of my inability to accept things. My my career as a freelance writer, such as it was, you know, if you believe in a god, that's what he gave me, and then he took it away when he invented the internet. After that, so it was like a cruel kind of because bipolar people love dealing with people; they love getting away from people. So it's like I do my interview with you, I write my article, and then I'm done, and I don't think about you again. And and that's a wonderful way for a, a bipolar person to live because they don't have to deal with all the all the accoutrement of working in an office and all the so, BS. And the... 
What is uh, what is bipolar? How does that differ from just being depressed? You talked about well, being blue when you were 15. Uh, right? There are differences. I mean, I, I think I'm called what is a rapid cycler, which means that, well, bef- let me just tell you before, um, uh, they put me on something about 15 years ago that seemed to do the trick. Nothing. Everything's very subjective, but before I was medicated, I would, you know, when I was younger, I did my share of cocaine, you know, in college and after that. Uh, to tell you the truth, if anybody there knows what that feels like, then you know what it's like to feel manic. The manic feeling of of bipolar depression is extremely similar to, to uh, doing cocaine. So I never and, did cocaine, but my guess is that means that you get a huge rush from what people say about it of excitement and oh yeah. Uh, and well, George maybe, Carlin said it best when he said, what "What's it like to be on cocaine? You want more cocaine?" <laughs> you know, the, and that's all you could, have to say. That's but the only specifically, thing you but specifically, it's this sense of uh, being powerful and and life. Well, it's interesting. I try to tell my daughters, you know, to, I tell them to stay away from it. If they've never done it, stay away from it because you'll love it. And that's scary when you hear that because mm-hmm. it's it's not a feeling of you have no malevolence, you have no anger. It's all positive. Like let's go out and build a skyscraper. Yeah, I can do that. Let's go do that. Yeah, okay, but it's never uh, it's never like anything else where your brain is foggy. If anything else, it's lucidness and extreme, you know, mania times mania squared. And who wouldn't want that? You're just happy about everything. And I don't know physiologically what it does to you, but it blocks something. So, and, and you're comparing that to the high of bipolar, and then you come down in bipolar like you do from the drug. No, and until well, before I was medicated, yes. Okay, I was yep. put on something called the Motrogen, which they have other things, but it was designed as an anticonvulsant, mm-hmm. but it worked on bipolar. So I had a rage. Rage was huge in me too, and I think that for whatever reason, you know, I, uh, without the medication, you know, I my, I don't know that my wife and I would still be married. Because once you got on this medication, it, it balanced you out. At least to a point where I could I could deal with some degree of logic, with some degree of reasonability. But I think that, and, I, and she means it, if, if, I, if I were to theoretically, I did it once, to go off my meds and say, screw this, why me? You know, and uh, I don't like that everyone else has to do this. When I went off, I, I, it was not good. And she told me, if that happens again, it'll be 30 years in July, okay, so this is not a, a quick romance here. She said, if you, do, if you did that again, I would leave, and I believe her. And what is the uh, what what is the daily life like? So it's not cocaine once you're on the on the medication. What's no. it What's it like now? What I've always said about it is, I'm a little less exciting. My life is a little less, you know, um, you know, flowery and or exciting. But less volatile too. You, you're not a rocket ship going up and then crashing, right? No, 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 and I'm not. But I did before. No, trust yeah. me. It was, it was the crash was as bad as a cocaine crash. Mm-hmm. And but now, you know, here's the way I like to look at it: is my life ain't as colorful as it once was, but it ain't as dark as it could be. And um, so you learn, you accept that. You say, okay, I'll, I'll, I won't have that mania anymore, but I won't have that depth of coming down from that. And you get so, to a point where you're like, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say what. What do we need to know? Like if if we have people in our lives who suffer depression, which I assume everybody does because it's there's a lot of it going around. What is something we could learn from you that would be helpful and how we interact so we're not 
um, you know, doing stupid things. All right. The only thing I can say to that, Todd, is to to have love. You know, and I'm not some hippie who's saying that. I'm saying because you have to have love for the understanding. They're not behaving that way because they're a jerk. They're behaving that way because something's wrong. Yeah. And and when I see my daughters have anxiety, it kills me. But you know, when when I was young, you were just called a jerk when you did something stupid. Now I look at a kid and go, "Wow, what's he suffering from?" And I, I can't believe I say that sometimes, but I do. You know, when I was a kid, we were called spaz. You know, now we're called whatever we're called. And I, I think that I'm excited about the the strides they're making in understanding this. I'm excited about. You know, being honest with you and anyone who's listening to this, that I'm not embarrassed. I'm, I mean, I'm kind of pissed it happened to me. Sure, I wish I didn't have it. But at the same time, you know, if I do have to, I want to tell people that deal with people with love. You know, you have to set perimeter parameters, too. You have to be strong with these people. But at the same time, try to understand that they're not as much a jerk as you think they are. And <laughs> they're just trying to get through the day. Just like everybody else. So I think that if we can understand that a lot of the behavior is out of their control, I think it'd be a step toward understanding what this malevolent, dark thing is. And, you know, I hate yeah. it. I wish I didn't have it. It sounds terrible. We're talking to Jim Krenz. He's, uh, uh, well, almost a lifelong sufferer of depression and uh, manic depression. And what what can we do to help? Like somebody who's got a 15-year-old, as you were when you started getting this, what would somebody who's got a 15-year-old who's dealing with those kinds of experiences, what could they learn from you? Okay, if you had your son that came to you with this, I'd say the first thing to watch out for is suicide. I think if they said anything even remotely related, you better take it darn seriously because, mm-hmm. you know, my my psychiatrist will ask me, did you think about it today? I said, yeah, five minutes ago. And we have a relationship. She knows where I'm coming from. I would say treat everything seriously. Treat everything with love. Um, sit down, talk as best you can. Keep them away from booze if you can. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's not your friend, especially when you already have a, a, a chemical imbalance. Yeah. I would say, though, but as corny as it sounds, just sit there and listen and love. Because if they're off a handle, if they're losing their cool or something, a lot of that isn't them. And I know it's very hard to see that and very hard to even put up with it. Maybe you shouldn't have to put up with it. I don't know. But I am saying if you if you came to me and said your son was feeling this way, I'd say take it extremely seriously. You know, it's not you don't make this stuff up because it's painful. You mentioned and, if, if it's your son, does it happen more with boys than with girls? No, no, no. I was referring to your son. Yeah, like if you I, came to me. No, I don't think there's any um, any study that it, it differs that much. I okay. I think it's it's an equal opportunity destroyer. You know, it. I don't think it has any you know preference. I at least yeah. to my knowledge. It's such a sad thing to have your. Um, you know, to not be able to depend on your, it's your body chemistry, I guess, right? That's just oh, yeah. Your... I mean, you know, I never proclaimed to be, I mean, I've been dealing with it longer than most, but it's your chemistry. It's a misfiring. It's a neuron. It's, you know, something that's blocked. It's, um, you know, it's very subjective. And I Do you think see that... new treatments coming down the pike that are going to make it easier? No. Nothing what I new. see is finding the cocktail that works for you. And sticking with it. And, and, you know, if it's off, it's uh, everything is subjective. Every cocktail is different. By cocktail, I mean Lamotrigine, some Prozac, yeah, whatever it is. It's all personal what's going to work for It you, is. There's no it's one a size separate it's chemical experience, chemistry experience. Well, uh, yeah, it's like saying, you know, every tree is the same. Not really. I don't know. Maybe that's not a good analogy. But my point is, you know, there's no two the same. And it's like fine-tuning that engine. Each engine is different and finding how much oil you got to put in and find out how much throttle and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think it's so subjective. But... 
if you're getting back to your question, take take people seriously, give them a little slack because it's not something they planned, you know, and then the love, you know, and just say, you know, I see this person is suffering and try to see them through a different lens. Jim Krenz, thank you so much for taking the time to fill us in and, and good luck with uh, with persevering. Well, thank you so much. Like I, I told my daughter the other day, it's a battle every day and never going to be gone. And you got to get up every morning saying, all right, I'm going to do battle. Keep fighting. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Bye. Take care. Yeah, it's, uh, boy, it's it's painful. It's painful to hear about it and, and uh, to know so many people deal with with depression and, and uh, bipolar and all that kind of suffering. It's tough stuff. All right, so we've had, uh, we've had a bad time with the phone lines, but we've managed to get some people through, and hopefully it'll get straightened out for another day of talk radio tomorrow. Don't forget the rant line's there for you anytime, 860-751-4698. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. All right, let's find out what's happening on the roads. Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Hello there, Marcus. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.